Do you remember the 1994 cult classic, The Crow? Well, we just got some really cool news. Lionsgate just spent eight figures securing the domestic rights for the highly anticipated reboot. They tagged director Rupert Sanders, and starring will be Bill Skarsgård, he's It, FKA Twigs, and Danny Houston. This is, of course, inspired by James O'Brien's iconic graphic novel from 1989, and hopefully we'll be paying homage to Brandon Lee's last film. It's got a $50 million budget, it's going to be filming in Munich and Prague, and is planning on releasing next year. Of course, that's all after the strikes. Lionsgate promises a fresh take while staying true to the legacy. Let's hope they can live up to that original classic. Ever notice that Matrix isn't on HBO Max anymore? And why Batman is hanging out on Amazon Prime? So Warner Brothers Discovery, the powerhouse behind Max, HBO Max, has been in a fiscal bind lately. After the incredibly massive $40 billion merger, Things didn't go as planned. So now they're licensing their biggest titles to other streaming services. This is tricky because Max and like Disney Plus, their value comes in being the single home for all of their IPs. Imagine if you're watching Ahsoka on Disney Plus, but also it's coming out on Netflix. Suddenly the value of Disney Plus plummets. And amongst all this chaos is a resurgence in physical media. People have their favorite streaming services. Matter of fact, I'm a fan of Max. And if I really like The Matrix, I may not necessarily want to subscribe to Peacock. So it'd be better for me to just go buy the Blu-ray of The Matrix and own it no matter what happens. That's why we're starting to see DVDs and Blu-rays pick up in sales. So right now, if you have Max and there's something you've been meaning to binge or something you really like in particular, watch it now. And if you see a good deal on the physical media version of it, I would pick it up. That company is desperate for money and they are moving their projects away from their streaming service. We trust giants like Rotten Tomato, but are they really transparent? Take Ophelia, starring Daisy Ridley. First, it had a rotten score of 46 on their tomato meter. Thanks to a company called Bunker 15 and some lesser known critics, the score became a fresh 62%. Rumors immediately start flying that some of the critics were even paid for the reviews. Some big directors have voiced their concern over the rotten tomato influence on the industry. Now, studios know how to game the system, like Ant-Man and the Wasp. Early reviews boosted sales, and the company even advertised those reviews. Now, when you think of a Marvel movie, of course, those first early reviews are Marvel fanboys like myself. As the movie stayed in theaters and more average viewers can go out and see it, the reviews started to fall quickly, but they already made all their advertisements based off those first initial views, which got the later viewers in. Rotten Tomato is trying to address a lot of these concerns. They've started this verified system, things like that, but an explosive article by Vulture.com exposed companies like Bunker 15, whose entire purpose is to change the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. The moral of the story is basically don't fully lean on the reviews, or at least listen to reviews from people you truly trust. Of course, at Geek Freaks podcast we review movies all the time but we're transparent that we may be biased i mean i'm a christopher nolan fan so obviously oppenheimer is going to be high for me but it's important you know who you're getting your reviews from and don't make your purchasing decisions on one person solely ron tomato is just not as trustworthy as we all assumed 